apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At Mac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of homeownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 338923, Home Mortgage is an equal housing lender. American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Annie Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML 338923, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender, and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC 338923, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 20112810L. Call for additional details. Sanderson looking in, zone for a pass, he's looking for King, intercepted, he's going to go down the right side, Lawrence down to the 20, 30, down to the 40, he might go all the way. Third down and seven, good jump off the line by Strahan, who gets the sack. Pressure from Thomas off the edge, Eli Manning stays on his feet, airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree. Four-man rush. Eli throwing into traffic on the sideline. They're going to rule the catch by Manning. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to John About the G-Men. I am Big J, joined by King Zay and Sean Scanlon. Big shout-out to Chris Sawyer of Annie Mac Mortgage for that uh, promo there at the beginning. So make sure you check them out. And we got some big news, a couple QB trades, and we're also going to recap the, the combine and preview the Giants free agency. But let's start off with the one that happened earlier today. Colts trade Carson Wentz to the Washington Commanders. Uh, I mean, we were talking about it a little bit before the show. Uh, I thought it was wild. I didn't necessarily see that coming. Carson Wentz and Frank Wright. I mean, I thought they would have ridden it out a little bit longer. But the Colts, I mean, since Andrew Luck has left, another new starting quarterback going into the season. So, uh, I mean, is – and now Carson Wentz coming back to the NFC East. Sean, do you like seeing that as a Giants fan? I love it. Um, I mean, Carson Wentz. He had that one great season where uh, he could have been up for MVP before he got injured, and then ever since then, he's just kind of fallen off. Um, he's not terrible by any means. I, I think he's an average quarterback in the league, but he just makes too many mistakes uh, in the pocket when he's under duress. Uh, Washington's line isn't great. He has Terry McLaurin to throw to, but other than that, uh, not a lot of weapons. 
So I just don't think Carson Wentz is ever going to get back to that form that he was in 2018. And it's not like Washington has a great offense around them. Uh, their defense kind of declined last year. So I think the commanders were just desperate for a new QB, um, especially with this, this new name that they got. I think that they're trying to market it with a, a, a fresh new QB out there. But I just don't think it's it's a great move for them. Um, I think you know, they didn't really give up too much. Two third-round picks isn't terrible. But um, – Oh, so I don't know the, oh, no, you're good. But, uh, yeah, but I, I just don't think it is that much of an upgrade from Taylor Heineke, honestly. Um, he's obviously better than Taylor Heineke, but it maybe gets them two, three more wins, but it doesn't make – maybe a playoff team at best, but it, they're not going to go far with it. So I understand that they want a new QB, but I just don't think this was uh, the right decision. Zay, I mean, when we're looking at the NFC East here, you got like the – it seems, I mean, it's been a roller coaster of, or a, a merry-go-round of who's been the champion past year, and it seems like it's whoever's the champion, they gotta, they gotta play the, the good teams at, at the top of every division, and and then that's where the other, that's where they struggle, the NFC East, because it's the NFC least playing outside the division, so now you got this Commanders team with a new quarterback in Carson Wentz. Who I mean, he 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 was okay for the Colts. They they almost got in, but uh, can he repeat that with the Commanders? I mean, Dallas did they got their struggles too? Amari, Amari Cooper getting was probably going to get cut, and uh, I mean, and they're going to have to play the defending Super Bowl champs and uh, who they just beat in the ba- the, the Bengals as well next season. So I mean, they have a Dallas has a tougher schedule. Do you think Carson Wentz and the Commanders can take uh, advantage of that, Zay? Uh, yeah. And win the NFC East. Oh yeah. Um, first off, uh, I think actually them going out and getting um, I guess we can call him now Commander Carson. I think that was actually the smartest decision for them. He actually knows this division very well. Um, he had his best season in his division. Uh, he was obviously a runner-up to MVP, didn't get it, obviously, for, you know, obvious reasons. He lost to Tom Brady, the greatest one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, but whatever. So he, he's shown the capabilities of being a great quarterback, especially in this division. And when you look around this division, what are the Eagles? The Giants are still a question mark, and the Cowboys have question marks now because they don't even know who they're keeping, basically. They, they might not have Cooper next year. They might not have Lawrence. They might have a lot of question marks going in to the season next year. And how they fill it, dude, that, that's, we don't know. Obviously, there's still question marks, obviously, like I said, with the Giants spots they got to fill. So I think the Redskins actually are actually in a really good position. We know for a while they've just needed really a quarterback. And I think Carson Wentz could actually be that guy. I hate to say it, but. In this division, he could be that guy for them. He could win this division, and he could take that team to the playoffs for the first time in their, I guess, new franchise history. So I, I, I'm not putting nothing against them. Obviously, anything can happen in this division. We know how this division is, and we know that if this – especially if this – you know, even if you sneak in as a wild card in this division, we know the wild card from this division has done crazy things in the playoffs. So I wouldn't sleep on Carson Wentz and the Commanders. I would probably, you know – Give it, you know, see how they perform first before I make any judgment. All right, and uh, I, it, it should be interesting. I, I'm excited. I mean, us as Giants fans, we're going to have to see Carson Wentz two more times uh, again every season. So it should be interesting. And also, I mean, 
Carson Wentz is going to have to play the Eagles twice, and then they also do play the Colts next season as well, so a little bit of a revenge tour there. Speaking of the Colts, though, now how is this going to change up for the Colts? Where do they go as far as quarterback-wise? I've been hearing that that they have kind of fallen in love with Sam Ellinger as being like the the heir to the throne, but but they still want to develop him. That, that's what I've heard. But I, I've also heard Ian Rappaport tweeted that uh, they're in. They're looking to get Jimmy G, possibly as well. So, Zay, where do you see the Colts going for their QB next season? Probably the draft. If I'm just being honest, I mean, I mean, when you look at their situation, I mean, who are you trading, and who you know, like? What are you trading? You know, who are you trading for at this point? Obviously, you could say Jimmy G, but there's so many op- other destinations you can go to so many easier destinations where you could play and have better situations obviously you'll have the one of the best running backs in the league in Jonathan Taylor but we seen how that team fell apart at the end of the last year why the heck would I want to go there you just you know you gave a guy one chance and you got rid of him so if I'm Jimmy G I'm definitely not wanting to go there um and the market is very thin there's not many obviously Mitchell Trubisky you know the you know the rumors of him wanting to go to the Giants the connection to all the bills front office and whatnot. So that's, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. I always say that. So I, I don't know that I, they don't look towards the draft. I don't really know who they could put there. Maybe a Jameis Winston, someone who's coming back from an injury, who's looking to uh, earn a check and maybe you can get them on like a cheap contract. I, I don't know at this point. Uh, Boy, uh, I, I don't know. I probably the draft, bro. It's 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 really thin out there. The market yeah. is super thin. It, it, it's rough <clears throat> since uh, Andrew Luck retired. This is going to be another season for the Colts heading in, into it with a new QB. Those don't call Sean, luck. <laughs> what? Those, those don't call luck. They oh yeah, may, maybe maybe Sean. Who, who who are the Colts going to be sending out there week one? I agree with Zay. I think that they're going to go to the draft. Um, you know, it's obviously not a deep draft class for quarterbacks, but um, you could si- find some value in the late first round because they do have a roster around them in the Colts. Uh, Zay mentioned Jonathan Taylor. Uh, they have some good wideouts. Their defense is still pretty solid. So I, I think they do have a team uh, ready to win right now. I think that they're just trying to find that quarterback. And obviously the past two seasons with uh, Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, it didn't work out. So I think they're trying to find that QB uh, that can get them there to win right now. But um, I just don't think there's a there's a QB on the market that can get them there. I think that Jimmy G, I think that if he goes there, I think there'll be a playoff team. But similar to the past couple of years, um, I think they'll either lose in the first round or uh, maybe win one game and then uh, get bounced in the divisional round. But I, I do – Jameis is pretty intriguing. I know that uh, Jameis gets a lot of flack, and I don't know if he's going to be ready by the start of the season. Obviously, he's towards ACL uh, about midway through the year last year. So, but if they do sign him, I, I think Jameis Winston could put up some numbers uh, with that Colts team. I think that they have a team that's uh, built to win right now. I just don't think that there's a quarterback uh, out there, especially with Aaron Rodgers going back to Green Bay. Russell Wilson just got dealt to Denver. I just don't see a quarterback out there that's ready to step right in. So I think they might have to go to the draft. But um, knowing Chris Ballard, he's he's a pretty uh, aggressive uh, general manager. So I think that they will try to pursue a, a trade, but I just don't know who they would go after. I don't think Jimmy G would really get the job done. For, Wait, for, for the record, I said, who can they trade? Meaning that I think everyone is solid in their spots. Like you don't want to get rid of who you have. I don't, I didn't say no, like they yeah. didn't have anyone good. 
I meant like you don't want to trade anyone because you're so solid everywhere else. You just need a quarterback. That's what I was trying to get across. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, my my thing with the Colts, it it shocked me when I heard that stat. I mentioned since Andrew Luck retired, they've had a different starting QB every year. It, it's crazy to me because they have been one of those franchises that's been very very good with player development and, and guys coming up there and get, getting good. I mean, look at like a Quentin Nelson, even a Jonathan Taylor now, like a. Darius Leonard, all, all these guys coming up there, they've done so well. So I, I don't understand why they haven't gone and gotten a quarterback and tried to get that, why, why they've tried to keep fumbling around and trying to do the trade and different QBs because it's, it's – I, I think they've tried. Uh, I think it's just hard to find a, a franchise quarterback that's elite uh, in the league. But, I mean, it's, who have they tried with? I mean, they, I mean, they went all in with Carson Wentz. It just it didn't it didn't work out. No, but I'm talking about drafting. Get a guy, build on, try and build on him. Well, they the, yeah, they had it with Andrew Luck, and then he retired. Yeah, let's be real. They shouldn't lost. So. They shouldn't lost Andrew Luck the way they did. That was unexpected. That was. Then that's just one of the freak yeah. things that happens in sports. Yeah, but, and, uh, and, and look what right. teams had the mortgage just to get a Russell Wilson or something. You have to give up a lot to get these franchise players. It's not like you're just giving up, you know, some 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 bench players and you know a couple of third and fourth round picks. You have to give up a lot, and then you also have to cap the cap space to make sure you can sign them too. That's another thing. Yeah, hey, it should be interesting. I I, I don't know, because I mean, even like we talk, I mean, we'll talk about the combine and the draft a little bit later. There's not that many. QBs that I think can come out and start and I mean this team is ready to win now like they got they got guys everywhere but I so I don't know how how it's, much trust you can put in a rookie QB to get to get them to where they need to be the Colts bro that's the hardest thing about being a GM it's when you have a franchise quarterback they're paid so much that putting talent around them is very little money to spread and then when you have the cult situation where you have the talent around, do you have that money to put into it to have that? Do you have enough to give like Aaron Rodgers getting four years, 200 million? Do you have enough for that? That's the thing, because you have money spread around. That's where it becomes an issue. It's are you investing in your quarterback or are you investing around? Unless you have a Tom Brady situation where he's a really great quarterback and he's willing to take less so others can be around him. That's, you know, yeah, those situations are very rare. So. I think that's why it gets very hard for the Colts in a situation where they have to go to the draft. Yeah, yeah. I, you, you, you're right with that. But I, I will say, I mean, look at these past two years with Tom Brady going to the Bucks and Matt Stafford going to the Rams. The Colts, they if you if they can find the right guy, I think this is a team that has Super Bowl potential. They could be that third team with a QB swap. But they just need to find that right guy. They got the talent. They got stuff there. So I, I, I'm intrigued to see how, how they go about this because, uh, like I mentioned, uh, e, NFL insider Ian Rappaport tweeted right after this trade was made that the Colts are going to get in on Jimmy G. But, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it, even, like, I, I know that the Packers deal isn't, like, official, official, but what if this – was the Colts' way of like freeing up some room to try and make something? I don't know. That that's probably a long shot. Probably won't happen. But you never know, right? You're gonna. They have to hit in the draft. You need to hit. This is why you need your quarterbacks to develop faster now in the league. 
because they the the money you when they get to that fourth and fifth year they start wanting the money like Kyler Murray and honestly they want to keep Kyler Murray long term but we all know he hasn't done anything to deserve a gigantic long term contract or to even be paid amongst the top 10 quarterbacks in the league when he's probably a top 15, top 20 quarterback based off of what he, I, I, look, he's a great so player. He, I'm talking about great, based off of what he did. I'm not talking about based off of his skill. I'm talking about based year. off what he's doing. Stat- no, I, I agree with, I agree that he doesn't deserve like the, the super bag, but I, I think he's better than a top 15 quarterback though. No, no, dude. I think he's right around top 10. Like the the first half of the season, he could be top ten, and then the second half, yeah, the second he half he falls off. That's why I say it's so hard. He gets to banged judge up him. a little, and he can't he can't recover from it. But but that's why you want them to every hit year. Young. It's the same thing. He's been him. in the league for three years. Yeah, look, and it's been the same thing every year. He gets I, look, I I agree, but I playing hurt, and he plays hurt, and he plays like shit hurt. Look, and the Chiefs I, to I don't too. disagree, but he's he's better than a top half of the league quarterback. Maybe. When he's when he's healthy and when it's early in the season, yes. If when it gets late in the season, when it gets to the playoffs, we don't know who Kyler Murray is anymore. That was fair. atrocious. That performance last year. I mean, he's only made the playoffs once, so he's well. Yeah. Obviously, it was a terrible, a terrible showing against the Rams, but I, I, he's still got. I, I think he has that potential, but right now, I mean, he, he stay healthy and stay consistent all year, and then we can talk about you being that good. That's fair. I'm saying, but I, really I, I do agree with Zay though. I mean, you win with uh rookie quarterbacks on the rookie contracts. That's especially with a team like the Colts that already have the pieces around them. If they can find a quarterback that hits right away uh, on that rookie contract for super cheap, it will be huge for them. I don't know, maybe like Malik Willis or Matt Corral, but I just, I don't know. But th- luckily, yeah. they do have a good line. They do have some good uh, receivers with Pittman, uh, T.Y. Hilton. They got Jonathan Taylor, so they do have an offense built. Ready for success. It's just that quarterback, you know, has to be ready to come in and uh, contribute right away. Yeah, I will say, I mean, the the situation being that good, as good as it is, if they wanted to bring in a rookie quarterback, that that's just going to help their development, being able to have the time they can. Need a burrow. To, <laughs> they need to find a burrow. You, you, you're right. I, I, I mean, talk about uh, – yeah, but I, I don't think there's is. a burrow in here. That was technically his rookie year no, last year. I mean, no, he got hurt. No. Half. I mean, this ain't the games, NBA, man. This how many games NBA, did he get in before bro. he got hurt? Like, no, yeah. Uh, I mean, he only played like half. He only played like half the season. Rookie of the rookie year, year over Donovan oh, Mitchell. I don't want to hear that crap. Oh, like, no. that was like, oh, you're just salty about. That. Yes, I am very salty about that. And we mm-hmm. can. Hey, stay tuned after this for posting up. That's for that's for another show. And uh, yeah, should be fun one tonight. Yeah. NBA draft or all time NBA draft should be fun oh, for the team to win. Yeah. But uh, all right, let, let's get, go from one QB trade to another. The one that actually had, the, the one that yeah. actually matters. The Seattle Seahawks trade Russell Wilson to the Broncos. I was, it, it's crazy. I, I like, I, I kind of understand it, I, I get it. I mean, the Broncos, they wanted to do this. They, 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 were, they wanted Rodgers. Now they get Wilson. They, they, this is how br- the Broncos win. They have that quarterback. And, I mean, this is how they won't pay in. Now they're bringing in Russell Wilson. But, I mean, the crazy thing to me about this trade is never in a million trillion years would I have thought Seattle would have kept Pete Carroll around longer than Russell Wilson. 
That is wild to me. Mm-hmm. But uh really on the Sounders? That's gonna be odd. <laughs> That's gonna be awkward. They play the same stadium, I believe. Yeah, but uh I I, I mean I, I don't know, man. But I, I'm excited. The Broncos obviously they have that defense. I mean, did they were competing to, to get into the playoffs last year. Now you got Russell Wilson. They got the wide receivers in uh, Judy, Cortland Sutton, T- Tim Patrick's. Been a, he'll be a solid three option. You got Javante Williams there. Does this make the Broncos a Super Bowl contenders, eh? Uh, <laughs> especially now, I'm sorry. It's a, it's first off, the division is just a monster in the first place. For you to think that you're going to insert Russell Wilson into this division and instantly win it. Yeah, good luck. Um, but, um, wait, for, I mean, Russell Wilson playing in the best division in football. Here's the thing. So, why wouldn't he be able to, to succeed in that, this division? Here's the thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Again, uh, the Cardinals. We know what the Cardinals are. They're hot smoke. Let's talk about it. They're 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 not real. Uh, the Forty ers don't turn it on until the end of the year, so we know how that goes. So I wouldn't just jump and throw that division as the best division in football. But um, here's the thing: they got to play together before anything. We don't know if there's going to be chemistry. We know Russell Wilson's a great quarterback, but we don't know how he's going to, you know, mesh with the offensive coordinator. There's a lot that goes into this before we can just start throwing teams into the championship category. Uh, They don't have Von Miller. I I don't want people to go into this thinking this is similar to Peyton Manning. Like when Peyton Manning came there, there were practically almost Hall of Famers at every other position around him. This was like a completely different situation. Jerry Judy is no Demarius Thomas. No disrespect, but he's just not. I'm sorry. It's it, you know that team was loaded that year, and to assume that this is just gonna happen again, I don't think it is. And not to mention that defense, <laughs> elite. They don't even have Von Miller anymore. Hopefully, he'll come back if he doesn't go back yeah, to the Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb is good. They could get Von Miller. That would be wild. Von Miller's coming back. They could get Von Miller. They could get Von Miller. That would be. That would be weird and awesome at the same time because then they're not that super team that Odell went there for. So what's going to happen with him? That'd be weird because he expressed interest in coming back. But I thought it was because you know they thought they were going to get the band back together, and make another run at it. But um, yeah, there's a lot. I'm not throwing any team, especially that made a trade and just got a new quarterback into the championship mix right away. No, I'm I'm not doing that. I don't I don't care. I'm just not doing it. Never will. I, I think whenever you have a quarterback on your team like Russell Wilson, you're at least in the championship conversation. Why? Were the Saints in the championship conversation last year? No, they didn't have, have Russell Wilson. They didn't have the Seahawks. I mean, not the Seahawks. The, year, the, the Seahawks yeah. last year before the year. Yeah. When I they said they weren't going to make the playoffs, they you looked at me wild. Come on, stop it. Stop and there's a difference between making the playoffs and being a championship like You just put him on any team and they're instantly a champion. No, no, it's, it's not that way. We Russell Wilson is a – he loses games. He's – he's look, Russell Wilson is a great quarterback, but to me he, he he's still a tier below the Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady's for me. He's still a tier below. 
He's a great quarterback, but he's not that quarterback where you could put him on any team in any offense and think it's just going to work. That's yeah. that's that's what I mean by that. I don't. I still think he's a great quarterback outright, but again, he still I only mean, has one. Just like Rogers, one championship to show for. Yeah, you're right. And, and I mean, last year I don't think was that good for him because he got injured, especially on his throwing hand. So I, I think that's rough. But uh, uh, I I I don't know. He he he's good enough. I think he'll get it done. I think he'll. Do some great. It's gonna be interesting seeing him go against Patrick Mahomes twice a year, Justin Herbert twice a year, even Derek Carr twice a year with Josh McDaniels. So it should be interesting. He's in a, a, a another great conference, I, I, I mean division, and I think he definitely needed a change of pace. Also, this might be one of the best O lines he's ever had, which is really big because I mean he doesn't necessarily he's not forced to cook. Not forced to run for his life and then make a play down the field as much. He can play the actual game and set up and get reads and all that stuff even better because he will have the time to do the what he needs to do, which was the biggest issue for him in, in Seattle. So I, I think he is gonna be. I think he's set up to succeed. I, I think we will see a little bit. I, I think this will be a little bit of a reborn. Russell Wilson we see here. I, I think he will get back into the swing thing to get back to the old Russ. Do, do you agree with that, Sean, or, or is he just going to continue to struggle? Uh, no, I think I don't think Russell Wilson is done by any means. Uh, I think he is set up for success in Denver. Uh, like you mentioned, he does have a pretty good O-line with Garrett Bowles, um, Graham Glasgow. They do have some young pieces up there that are much better. You know, Seattle just never built a good O-line for Russell Wilson pretty much his whole tenure there. Um, he has to throw to he had a good running game but that o-line was always a problem so i do like the o-line i think it's better than anything he had with the seahawks um obviously jerry judy tim patrick Cortland sutton uh they might be a tier a tier below uh dk metcalf and tyler lockett but also russell wilson will have more time to throw uh javante williams is an absolute beast um he had to split carries with melvin gordon last year but melvin gordon's a free agent so once he becomes that actual uh running back one i think he's gonna have a breakout year um so i think the offense will be fine uh, I, I think the defense, they have a lot of free agents that they have to sign. Um, Kareem Jackson's a free agent. Kyle Fuller is a, a free agent. Um, you know, Bryce Callahan is a free agent. So a lot of pieces in that secondary uh, they have to re-sign. So I think that this makes the Broncos a playoff team. I think that they'll they'll definitely make the playoffs. I don't know if they'll win the division. But I think it makes a, a, them a playoff team. But I agree with Zay that I, I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders. Um this defense just isn't they're they're pretty good defense, but they're not elite. They also just lost Vic Bangio, um, one of the best defensive coordinators in the league. So I think that will hurt a little bit. Uh they do have some good pieces of Bradley Chubb, uh Patrick Sertan, but I just don't think this defense is at that level. And then offensively, uh, I think they'll definitely improve with uh without Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater. I think Russell Wilson will bounce back after a couple of rough years. But he also has to – he's similar to the Cardinals like we were talking about before. He has to sustain those uh, hot starts for the remainder of the, or for the entirety of the season because last couple of years he's been an MVP candidate th through the first couple of weeks, and then he just kind of just fell off a cliff. So he's got to sustain that throughout this whole season. If he does that, I think the Broncos could, you know, make the playoffs, maybe win a playoff game. But I, I think their ceiling this year would uh, maybe be make a conference championship game. I just – I don't see them as Super Bowl contenders yet, but this definitely does – uh, help them improve, and I, I think that they will make the playoffs this coming year. Well, I mean, I, I agree with you about the, the hot start. 
But, I mean, also, it, that has also become from injury, like Kyler Murray. But And that's also because Russell Wilson's been, like, the most sacked QB for a while now, or at least in the top part of the league. Like, Yo, Jason, I need excuses. I'm going to call you. Because you just got him for everybody. Oh, I mean, it's yes. the truth. It's the truth. It's, oh, my God. At the end he of the day, you got to play. Then his production goes down. I, he, he, I, I want his, to see Russell Wilson protect here's why I hate that argument. and then I can actually here's, judge him. Here's why I hate that argument about the line. Because when he's playing good, it's not a, it's not an issue. Then the minute he it's starts playing bad, it's the O-line. It's the same people in front of him for the most part. Nothing well, he really has to change. run around the field all the time. Yeah, he's doing it the whole freaking season. It doesn't change. It doesn't. Play. And we, we are Giants fans. We should know the line doesn't get better or worse as the season really goes on. The line is what it is for the most part. It, it, for, yes. it, like, it may improve slightly, but it's not going to have dramatic changes. So to make that argument that Russell Mills, you know, it's the line falls off at the end of the year. No, it's not the line that's falling off. It's Russell Wilson that's falling no, off. No, it's because he gets injured. It's not because of the he line. He doesn't get injured he every gets year. Inju- yes, he does. He, okay. He's always playing banged up because he's okay. running for his life. That's football. Yes, it is. But try Matthew, and some dirt on it, Russell. Matthew Stafford's always sure. injured. Is he yeah, low? I mean, no, yeah, this Broncos line is definitely it's better than any line he's had in the past five or six years with the Seahawks. But also, I mean, he does he does have to sustain that success for throughout the whole year. Yeah, That's and uh, still March, can't make judgments. Still March. You're very right. True. You're very, very, very right. And we'll see how how our opinions have shifted come come August and September. But uh, before oh, we move read. on to, from this, uh, I. We talked about the Colts when we talked about Carson Wentz. Now we got to talk about the Seahawks. They also cut uh, Bobby Wagner. So full end of an era. Yeah, Bobby Wagner and Russell Wilson both no longer Seahawks. Before Pete Carroll, that that's just wild to me. That's wild to me. I don't get it, but sure, whatever. So I mean, it's full rebuild mode now, right? I mean, yeah. Just tank and hope you can get uh something, right? I mean, yeah, like, it's, like, yeah, it's gonna be weird because throughout the whole 2010s, I mean, the Seahawks were always a staple as like one of the the best teams in the NFC, making the playoffs every year. But it's definitely definitely a, a new era. I mean, the whole Legion of Boom defense is gone now. Russell Wilson is gone, so uh, they're gonna have to start from scratch and rebuild from there. And Pete Carroll's getting up there in age, so I don't know how long they're they're gonna hold on to him either. But um, it, it will be interesting to see. I, I think it's it's definitely going to be a rough year for Seattle, though. Do you think they, they just do, like, what the Jags did and just keep selling guys, like get rid of DK Metcalf and anyone, Jamal Adams? They could. I mean, they anyone? could. I wouldn't be surprised by it. They're going to have to get rid of Jamal Adams. Remember when he left the Jets because he didn't want to be part of a reboot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jamal is definitely not happy right now. And DK oh. Metcalf too. I, I think that he had a good connection with Russ. Um he's a little bit of a hothead too. So I, I feel like at some point he's gonna have a trade request. Jamal's trying to get traded to the Broncos too. He's trying to see can he get thrown in the package. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and the Broncos would have to give up like every first round pick for the next ten years or something like that. Eh, not not for Jamal. Not for the next ten years, but you Jamal really- and Russ. Oh, for yeah, but no, but you still, again, you gave up a lot for Russ as it was. Thank God the Giants oh, didn't do it. Sheesh. 
That's what I was trying to tell you, Zay. That was ugly. Yeah, but I, I mean, who knows? We, look, we can lose some weight, but I'll save that for later. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about that. But I mean, who knows though? Like I mentioned before, Tom Brady, new team wins the Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford, new team wins the Super Bowl. Could Carson Wentz or Russell Wilson no. be that next one? Russell Wilson, know. maybe. Carson Wentz, hell no. No, we just talked about the, 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 you the, never know. You never know. You never know, bro. He's got well, seven. Excuse me, he's seven, right? Brady has seven. Yeah. Yeah. He's got seven, bro. You could put him, yes, on any team and that'll work. How many does Wentz have? One? Yeah. And he one didn't even play. He didn't even play. Matt Stafford did have zero as well, yeah. Who? Matt Stafford. Who? <laughs> yeah, that's a little different. That's and Russell different. Wilson should have too if it wasn't for also, and Dan I mean you can talk about the coaches as well, Bruce Arians and uh Sean McVay, Ron Rivera's been there before. All right, stop with the command. Oh, no. We're God, talking this... about the Broncos the... again. Dude, you're comparing the Broncos. You look at the I'll... look at the receivers I'll... the Broncos have. Look at the receivers the Rams have. I mean, of, of course you get it done in the first year of your staff, or you got to get the hell out of town. You got <laughs> what do you like? I can't even believe you even. Uh, I don't know, man. man. All right, okay, all right. Let's let's regroup. We'll take a break here. We'll come back and we'll talk about the the, the combine and free agency. And we'll, yeah, let, let's focus everything and we'll come back. We'll talk about the Giants. All right, we're, we're getting too crazy talking about all this around the league stuff. Let's just just get crazy about the Giants, okay? So we'll be back right oh, after yeah. this. Do you have a four hundred one k and some savings for future retirement, but don't even know if it's enough to live off of? How much is enough? How often are you thinking about it? The team at JPEX Financial Group can help set your mind at ease. We specialize in creating strategies in the planning and managing of your financial, educational, and investment needs. We help clients pursue their investment goals with sound financial strategies. You deserve a personal, tailored plan. Lasting, meaningful, and open relationships are the foundation of our practice. You've worked hard for your money and should feel confident in your investment choices as you make decisions for your financial future. Your goals are our goals. We are dedicated to your needs and hopes for your future. Visit our website and give us a call at 860-430-5397. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. JPEX Financial Group, LLC is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. JPEX Financial Group is located at 78 Eastern Boulevard, Glastonbury, Connecticut. All right. Now let's talk about the Combine. I, I, I love the Combine. It's it's interesting to see them go through all the drills and that stuff. And everyone loves to talk about the 40. It's all about the 40 every year. I mean, if we're talking about the 40, let's talk about Jordan Davis, baby. 6'6", 340, running a 487, I think was the, the – 478. 478, four, yeah. That is just insane, a man that big, being that fast. Hey, I mean, if I'm the Giants, I, I, I kind of like him. I with that seventh pick? No. No thanks. Why, why no thanks, Sean? 
Because we already have two D tackle. We already have Leonard Williams, who we're paying uh, a lot. Dexter Lawrence, who I don't like personally. I don't. I don't. I don't think out. Dexter Lawrence might be on his way out. Give him yeah, some I hope so. But still, I mean, we can't just keep stacking D tackle after D tackle. We're always good at drafting D tackles. Uh, like we have a history of it, and then they just don't do much. But we never have any <laughs> edge rushers ever since we left uh, JPP. So Jordan Davis, he's a great prospect. I think he'll be a great player. But I'd rather get an edge rusher than Jordan Davis. Okay, All I think right. he'll be out of shape midseason. <laughs> I, I well, know. yeah, he's a freak athlete. But I mean, the the Indianapolis police should have been in there, and they should have locked this man up though, because that should not be legal. A man that's three forty running a four seven eight. Yeah, I would. This I would never want to play quarterback. That shouldn't be humanly possible. Yes. What's up with that? It, it, it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, everyone's talking about his pad level and that stuff. That I mean, it, it doesn't matter. The man's a monster. He's going to throw people around. I mean, everyone's talking about his ability to get after the quarterback. When you're a DT like that, you don't need to get after the quarterback. When you're that tall, you can just put your hand up and bat down balls. But also, the thing with him, that why I think he would do good for the Giants, is he will be able to eat up blockers. He'll be able to eat up a guard and center to free up a guy like Ojolari to get on a one-on-one situation, Quincy Roche to get on a one-on-one situation, and, and get get and show a little bit of that edge rush that I think they have in them, and, and be able to get after the quarterback. But uh, I I get what you mean. There's a lot of great edge rushers, and I'm sure we'll we'll talk about them. But Jordan Davis, man, that dude's a, it, was, it was crazy to watch him at the combine and. and People still got him. People still like in the mid-teens. I don't know, man. This dude's a stud. This dude's a stud, and I think he'll he'll be up top ten there. I think you can make the argument for number one overall, to be honest with you. Uh, He's a yeah, beast. Right. He's a monster. You lost, you lost no. me there, Jake. All right, all right, let's talk. Hold on. Actually, let, let, Tom McShay, the man from Bristol, he put out his mock dra- his latest mock draft today. You wanna know what he had the Giants picking? A wide receiver. Yeah, I don't. Not what? What? He took a wide receiver. I don't. An edge and to... a wide receiver. No old line. What is going? Like it, it's ridiculous. But okay. Why do you, you know? Pay Joe, some big bucks. Hey, you know, they're the analysts, right? You know, if Joe was here, he'd be. He would be yelling at you for listening right. to Mark Draft. You're right. You're right. You know. Rachel, she hasn't started. You're right. Like, I don't know why they make the Mark Drafts. Right. Let people have free agency first. You must be up here mad. <laughs> you're right. All right. Let's get back to the combine then. You're, you're, you're right, Say. Sean, who, who is someone that impressed you at the combine? Um, I mean, uh, it was obvious, but, I mean, it was Jordan Davis, the guy that I wrote down. I mean, just – do that size running that fast, and also, I mean, his vertical and uh, his broad jump were pretty impressive, too. So, yeah. look, I don't have him on the Giants' radar, but uh, I do agree his draft stock definitely rised up. Um, I, I know some of the mock drafts I saw before the combine, he was like low 20s, um, like mid 20s, but his, his stock definitely uh just went up. But I just don't like him for the Giants. But yeah, I mean, all those Georgia boys, though, Trayvon Walker also had a very good combine. Um, I don't know what Kirby Smart is uh, feeding them down in Georgia, but uh, it's it's ridiculous. So uh, a lot of the Georgia guys did really good. Nicobe Dean as well. So they're uh, all those Georgia defenders from that national championship team. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a lot of first rounders out of them. 
Yeah, Trayvon Walker's the guy that the Giants could pick at that edge. Who, who do you think the Giants should take then, Sean? Um, I think you got to go one of the tackles with one of those picks. Um, now that the Jaguars uh, just franchise tagged the uh, – what's his name? Cam Robinson. Okay, Cam Robinson, yeah. Uh, now that they franchise tagged him, I'm pretty sure they're going to go with either Hutchinson or Thibodeau. Um, so that has one of the tackles just falling even uh, further us. So either Charles Cross or uh, Icky uh, Iquanu from NC State. Uh, I think you got to go with one of those if they're there. And then if Kayvon Thibodeau, I've seen him dropping in a lot of mock drafts. If he falls to us at either five or seven, I mean, you got to run up to the board with that. Um, I, we need a pass rusher desperately. I know Arjelari is good, but if we can pair another one up with him, especially like an elite guy with Thibodeau, uh, I, w- I would definitely want to do that. So yeah, one of those tackles, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. And I like Tyler Linderbaum too. I know centers aren't oh, super valuable, but I mean, he's a beast. He's the best center in the country by far. Uh, Nick Gates is going to be out probably all next year, and he's one of the best O-linemen overall, and you need somebody up there to um, call out the defenses. You need a strong interior O-line, which we haven't had in a couple years. So I wouldn't hate Tyler Linderbaum uh, at seven either. Yeah, I, I like both. I like Linderbaum. He's a beast. I think he'll do well. And also Shane Lemieux coming back from injury, I think he'll I, I I like him at guard. I like him at guard. He hasn't really uh, had a chance to shine, so I think uh, he, he had a, he had a chance. Listen, listen. He can't pass right, protect listen, for anything. Listen, I but on on to Kayvon Thibodeau, that dude. I I yeah. Why do you like, like Thibodeau? Jose? No, I, I like him, but I mean, when you have all these, when everyone's talking about your motor and that stuff, After everyone's Jason's saying you done. take time off, you take plays off. You're very lackadaisical at times. You're sitting out uh, unintentionally. When people are talking about that and you go to the combine and just run the 40, you're 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 feeding into all the haters and that stuff. Go go out and actually perform. Go do what everyone else is. When people are talking about your motor, you don't just take drills off and that stuff. So I, I mean I get it. I think he will be a stud. But I, I think that's going to be an issue, be fine. an underlying issue. Because, I mean, it, it happens. It's on tape. We saw it at the Combine. I th- This isn't an issue that just goes away, especially when you're getting – when you get your first paycheck of a lot of money. That I don't think it's – I think that's going to actually worsen it because then you're going to have all these other distractions. So I, I, I don't know. I'm very, very skeptical on Kayvon Thibodeau. I, I talked about being skeptical on Evan Neal earlier in the season. I, I think those two guys, if I'm the Giants, I, I, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm scratching my head. Uh, I'm kind of pissed off if they take. But uh, I will take Thibodeau. Oh, sorry. Those are the two best players in the draft. No, I don't know about two that. Two of the top three. But so, we ready? Maybe. Yeah, got yeah, Zay. You got, you got that out? You yeah, got that you, out? I had to let you get that out. What you got out. about Tibbs? What you got about Tibbs? <laughs> I don't even want to hear a name. Oh, now Tibbs. I know why he doesn't like Tibbs. Okay. <laughs> that, now it that's, makes sense. That, that's not makes why sense. I don't like him. Jace pointed out every reason why I don't like him. He's Jadavion Clowney 2.0. We've seen this picture before. He's going to be one of these players that fall off a cliff two years into the league. I'm telling you now. He'll come out having a good year, and after that, he'll go disappearing. Look, I don't even like I don't even know what Chase Young's gonna be. And he had a great year in Ohio State and wasn't that great last year and before the injury. He was all right. So I, I'm not too big on this. I got other guys on my list. And again, 
like Joe says, it's hard to add players because you don't know what the Giants are going to do in offseason. They could go out right. and get Bobby Wagner. You know we need another linebacker. You know, obviously, Bobby Wagner, we wouldn't sign him to no long-term deal. But if he can still play, you can put him next to Blake Martinez and hopefully them two can play together and make something work out because anything could be better than Cam Brown or, or, or what's the other um, linebacker we had there? Um, Tay Crowder is not. Tay Crowder, yeah. Yeah, yeah with what money are we going to go out and get Bobby Wagner? All right, look, if you got to think at this age, he's got to be willing to just take any. I would hope he'd be willing to just play. Yeah. Uh, he's he's old. He's had injuries. Giants. Eh, we'll see. Who knows? You never know. You really never know. And again, if they address the O line and actually pull out something, they might not draft O line first round. We don't know what the we don't know what the front office is going to do. So obviously, cool. Sean mentioned all the O line players that the Giants go after. So I'm not going to go in and revisit that. I put together my own list of players I would like to see the Giants okay. go get. Those three players. The first player on my list would be Devin Lloyd. Again, if they don't get a linebacker, I would like to see them get Devin Lloyd. He's explosive. He rushes the passer. He can get in the backfield and make things happen, and the Giants need that in the worst way since we have no edge rush. Again, I don't. Yeah, I like that pick. Players that, just in case, I don't know who they're going to, you know, who they're going to sign a free agency, so I'm just putting players out there. Next for me would be Kyle Hamilton. Now, this is a weird one for me because, obviously – Giants already have another safety in Jordan Love from Notre Dame, and we see how that's going. He's up and down. But Kyle Hamilton is a freak at 6'4". He's an absolute unicorn. Um, the kid could cover the field. Left, he can cover the field no matter where he's playing. Gets down the box, makes the tackle. The Giants need a safety that can get in the box and make tackles. We've seen what happened last year when they don't have a safety that can come on on the blitz and make it. The Giants obviously end up vulnerable on the you know, on the other end, and our corners end up getting beat because we don't have the best corners in the league. Which brings me to my last pick, Sauce Gardner from Cincinnati. I think the Giants could use him, especially not knowing if we're going to get Bradbury back if he doesn't restructure his contract. You could plug him in there. He can instantly be a starter for the Giants in that secondary, and he can also do punt return because the Giants need punt and kick return in the worst way. So those are my three guys I'm going to put out there just be, you know, just out of the box, because obviously everyone's going to say old line, old line. I'm just thinking out of the box real quick. The my pain three best available. What is going on? I, I like that say. I like that a lot. I, I like that a lot, especially Sauce Gardner. I love Sauce Gardner. He's a beast, Cincy baby. But uh, yeah, I, I like all those picks. I, I they all would be interesting. I, I'm I'm excited to see free agency how that plays out and see what goes on here. But I mean. Can't necessarily not mention the QBs, even though it's not a big QB draft class. Desmond Ritter was a beast. Did you see his 40? Good like for four, four, four. Oh, Speaking of, oh, I Jeez. forgot to even mention. Oh, what's his no. name? Um, Oh, my God. And Malik Willis is a beast. Oh, my God. Amario um, Bruno, that was who I wanted to mention. His 40 time for the D-line was a 4-3. Oh, yeah. That was the fastest since 03. I was like, oh, geez, when I seen that the other day. I was like, who is that guy again? Yeah, that guy from Virginia Tech. Yeah, no. That was yeah. crazy. Obviously, I didn't watch I didn't watch that. I just, you know, I seen a couple of headlines. Only Jay yeah. sits at home and watches the combine. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I watched the highlights. But also, yeah, right. I mean, I, you lying, you watched the you know you watched no, the whole, I he set watched aside his whole day. He got rid of all his plans. Hold on. Yep. He set aside the, the whole line day. Hold on. His phone on do not disturb. You know. Yep. You know it. Popcorn out, watch NFL Network. Got a notebook. Look at his technique. 
Look at his Heck technique. Yeah. yeah. But I, I will say um, a tight end is going to be a big need for the Giants. Uh, I know that that isn't something that's going to be like a first round, but that's something they're going to need to address in the draft. But I will say this year is really good because I think there's a lot of very competent and able to start in the NFL, especially right at the right up off the bat people in uh, in college. I mean, there's some guys that play tight end, running back, and we're just all over the field. So it's be interesting to see Giants get someone like that to, to plug in because, I mean, that's what the Giants need is a tight end to actually do something besides drop the football. But, uh, yeah. That would be nice. That would be very, very nice. All right. I mean, we were talking about it. All we, we were alluding to it. Talked about it all. Our free agency preview. Giants, everyone's talking about Mitchell Trubisky. I love it. I bring him in. I mean, he has – while everyone loves to put a lot of blame on him for not being Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson, he was serviceable for the Bears. Brought him to the playoffs. He was serviceable. He was all right. He wasn't great. He wasn't elite. He I wouldn't wasn't say. I wouldn't say he brought him to the playoffs. He, he he did. He was the quarterback. Their defenses were great, but he still had to do enough to get them them their wins, right? Yeah, but and I would Yeah, but he didn't bring him to the playoffs. The defense did. A, a quarterback still. Has he just to didn't. He just didn't mess up enough. Yeah, he didn't mess up enough. He brought him to. Yeah. Okay. Sure. We'll go with that. But still, I mean, that is something that the Giants, the foundation of Giants football is built on. And, I mean, bringing in someone like him to come in and Daniel Jones. Uh, I mean, that's what we talk about Daniel Jones all the, year, all the time. That That's what he needs to be. I think having Mitchell Trubisky go toe-to-toe with Daniel Jones, having them duke it out, especially under this new regime, under Joe Sh- Shane and Brian Dable, uh, I think it should be interesting. And if Daniel Jones is going to be that franchise quarterback that we want him to be, he has to come in and he has to win this. He has to win the starting position because he he hasn't he hasn't really had that competition. Yeah, with Eli for a little bit, but then Eli got hurt, and then it was just all over there. So I mean, it, it's I, I I need to see this. And it should be interesting. But uh, you talked about free agency still needs to happen first, right? Say, Joe's talked about it. Who should the Giants pursue in free agency? I mean, you picked. Uh, are they going after an O lineman since you picked all those non O linemen in the draft? I hope they're going after O linemen. That was I told you when it comes to certain positions. I'd rather have guys who are known commodities. I'd rather not draft and hope them wish on a prayer. Obviously, again, we got really lucky with Thomas. It wasn't looking good in the beginning with Andrew Thomas. It was like, damn, we really took the best offensive lineman available. <laughs> so, obviously, he's turned his career around. So, hopefully, that's a good thing. But, I don't know, maybe oh, – I don't, I don't know. I hope. I wasn't obviously thinking of who they can get as a lineman. Um, free agency. I, like I said, I mentioned. I hope they would go after Bobby Wagner and make my dreams come true. Yeah. Um. But I don't think that's going to happen. Um. Again, the Giants. It's hard to have a Giants free agency outlook knowing the Giants ain't got no money. 
right as it stands right now. Currently, as it stands, they ain't got no money. And that's why I really haven't been digging that deep. If they could clear up 40 million, again, I said I hope they can go after Bobby Wagner, but then again, that takes up a huge chunk of that 40 million right off the bat. So I don't know how that would go. Uh I I don't know, Sean. Help me out, bro. You got linemen. I don't I don't know. Yeah, no, I was in the same exact boat as you. I like literally <laughs> have not even been paying attention to free agency this year just because I don't expect the Giants to go out and spend a lot. But I was looking at uh some of the names uh before we went on the show. Um I I I think they have to go after uh interior O line because obviously we need to tackle on the right side next to Andrew Thomas, but I'm assuming that we do that in the draft. Um, even if it's not first round, maybe even second round. But that interior line is still a mess right now, especially with Nick Gates out. Will Hernandez, uh, terrible. He's a free agent, so hopefully he's gone. And then Shane Lemieux, uh, I know uh, Jason's a big fan of him, but I just don't think he's a, he's a starter in this league. I think he would be a good depth piece. Um, so a couple of names, uh, James Daniels from the Bears. Uh, he's a free agent uh, from Iowa a couple of years ago. Um, I think he's a solid guard that they can go after, and I think it would be for relatively cheap. And then uh, Lakin Tomlinson, uh, guard from the Niners. I just think they need a guard in there because, that, like I said, the interior line has really been crap the past couple of years, especially in pass protection. Um, most of those guys are not bad uh, with run blocking, but pass protection, that's where all this pressure comes from, especially uh, from the middle. So I think uh, interior line, and then if they don't go edge rusher um, in the draft, there's some names out there, but I just don't think that we're going to have enough money. Even if we restructure a lot of the contracts, um, even if we cut a bunch of guys, I just don't think. We're going to have money. I, I mean, a couple of names that I would like to get are Randy Gregory. Um, he's been a beast for the Cowboys when he, when he's ever he's out of trouble. And Hassan Reddick uh, from the Panthers. Uh, I think he's a solid edge rusher, too. But I just don't think the Giants will have money for that. So free agency, I really think they have to go after uh, interior O-line. Yeah, uh, I, I like that. Um, I, I will say I, I don't think they're going to go after edge. I agree with you, Sean. Uh, I think especially with how deep uh, the edge how how good edge rush of a draft pool this is. Uh, I think you get one of those guys and live with that um, or just take a chance with one of those guys and try and develop them. But I, I, I do think I, – I mentioned Jordan Davis, I, I mean, before, but I think you do need to bring in another interior guy, especially with the, the certainty of Dexter Lawrence being on – with. The future of Dexter Lawrence being uncertain. That's what I was trying to say there. And I think a guy like Calais Campbell, for very cheap, bring him in. Have him kind of like work with him, mentor Dexter Lawrence, try and learn from him, and give him some competition, especially in this prove-it year for him. So I, I think something like that. And we're talking about O-line. I think a guy like Bradley Bozeman, interior O-lineman for the, the Ravens, he played center and guard. Uh, I think you bring him in. Try and I mean, we've seen how they like to shift up, or that was Joe Judge, but how they shifted up the O line. And I, I, I think when you have a guy who can be versatile like that, knows how to play that, knows how to how how the defense looks from all those different angles, I think that that would be really good and beneficial. And you also have a former teammate of his in Bredson uh, on this team as well, so that might help them. So I, I think those two guys are going to be guys that they should go after. And, I mean, I, I, I don't want to hear any wide receiver stuff. I mean, you, you, you got the talent there. They, they need to figure it out. No one's going to no one's gonna go out and get another weapon. If you're going to get another weapon, have it be a tight end. 
don't know. People, a lot of people still talking about going after and getting like a Marquez, Valding, Scantlin, or something like that, or getting someone in the draft. Nah, you Giants don't need a wide receiver. And These also, I mean, healthy. The, I'm here, Cole true. Beasley. I'm here, Cole Beasley wants to come here too. Ugh. Wow. Oh, I don't need no more ex Cowboys. But I, no, I, I will say, I will say, I, I'm gonna applaud the Cowboys here for a second. I know it sucks. It, I, it pains don't my heart that. to do. Listen, them cutting Amari Cooper is smart. He, he's old. He's getting injured. He's getting banged up. He's missing games. Yeah, Not, don't know. try and restructure him like you're doing with Sterling Shepard. Just cut him, get the cap space, and try and bring in someone new who can actually help. You see, that's where you're wrong. I would have probably restructured Amari and cut Shepard. That's the way. Uh, Amari no. still has a little. Uh, he'll go to New England or something like that, and watch. He'll be a dog again. He'll go. He'll go sign with New England. He'll get Mac Jones, and he'll be a dog again. All of a sudden, that's how it'll watch. I don't know. Shepard, oh, yeah. I think it's case for Shepard. I, I don't think he's that good. I think he's decent when he's healthy. I, y'all know how I feel about him. I ain't got to tell y'all again. Yeah. I mean, we, we all feel the same way now. Man, I mean, Shep's just got to go. Yeah. I love Shep, but I it, it, if they if they cut him, uh, I would be or, fine with it. Or, I mean, take take a pay cut. Sure. Free up something, but, I mean, I, I'm what? not mad. Take a pay cut for what? I don't know. That that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to restructure him. If you I, I don't separate, know why. just just write his name down on the injury list week one because he'll be there at some point. Just keep writing it, it every week. It, it's like the Browns using the franchise tag on Njoku. <laughs> You're just franchising a guy to, to spend 10 weeks on the IR. Yeah. Just wasted the franchise tag. Shepard had a, an Achilles injury too at that like right at the end of the year. So it's not even like he's gonna be ready for Start no, you can year. come back. You can come back. You can come back for him. Yeah, but I, I, I think he's gonna miss at least first couple weeks though. Hmm. No, I'll yeah. be back. Trust me, I'll be back. No, Christmas he'll be back. Well, he'll be back just to cut get injured him. again. Cut him yeah. and re- restructure. Or something. Yeah, Maybe I mean, if we cut Shep, we save about four and a half million. So, I think they got to do. They it. could honestly. I wouldn't be surprised. They could cut him now, and then by preseason they could resign him because I don't think anyone else will take him. Let's be real. Eh, someone Let's be no, not for not the for ten million a year. Like we did, but... There's not much money in cutting him neither. It's not like we're getting a huge sum of money. You know, it's not like we're getting twenty grand it's for still cutting something. It's still something. Yeah, yeah right. we need we need everything we can get right now. Yeah. We're in the negatives. Yeah, it's rough. But uh, all right, we'll, we'll continue to keep it going, especially as free agency and Susan hopefully. Joe Shane can figure out something to free up a little bit more cap space. One thing I don't want, I, I could totally see this playing out. It would be a Gettleman move. I don't want them to bring in Eric Fisher and have him be like a Nate Solder. There's a guy who's way past his prime coming in, just taking up a spot, being a, a liability on that old line. Don't do not do that, please, Joe Shane. Please, sir. Yeah, don't you got to build this old line through the draft. Through the draft, figure it out. And build something that can last and keep the Giants competitive. Come on, I think I think Joe Shane and Brian Dable can do it. But these are the these are this is the foundation you're gonna have to build upon. I mean, you've already made some good moves. I like Kyle Rudolph felt good. I like the Devontae Booker cut. And now you're gonna really have to prove yourself here with free agency in the draft. And let's see. I'm excited to see what happens. 
Because I think I think the Giants can turn it turn it around. But we'll see. Hope so. Yeah. But uh, all right. If you're a basketball fan, stay tuned after this because uh, we'll be going live with posting a podcast. But that's gonna do it for John about the G-Men. Big shout out to Chris Sawyer and Annie Mac Mortgage for sponsoring today's episode and JPEG's Financial Group. But I'm Big Jace. That's King Zay. There's Sean Scanlon. And we'll be back next week, hopefully with Joe Joe Guire back, to talk more. You don't uh, like us. You don't like us no more. Maybe. <laughs> so we can, we can go over uh, Joe's mock draft. We got to change yeah. our intro. That's Favorite what it is. Thing. We got we to change our intro. That's what it is. Keys to the City got a good intro. That's why he stays there now. We got to go. We got to rap on our intro or something. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess maybe. But uh, come, on, right. come with a with a fire verse, Jace. Oh yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe he likes staring in the eyes. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you next time on John about the G men. Take care. Sanderson looking in, off for a pass. He's looking for King, intercepted. He's going to go down the right side. Lawrence down to the 20, 30, down to the 40. He might go all the way. Third down and seven. Good jump off the line by Strahan, who gets the sack. Pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning stays on his feet. Airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree. Four-man rush. Eli throwing into traffic on the sideline. They had a rule and a catch by Manning. Hello, my name is Joe McGuire. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Showing About the G-Men. And great true crime shows like Sticky Meek, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.